Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a nice week. This week's episode is with Holly McGlynn, who you may remember from season one. She and I are good friends, and we were having a chat on Instagram last week, and We thought we had a few things to say about the current photography climate and Holly has loads of advice she wanted to share with you guys. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. I will let you listen to it now. Hi, Holly. Hi, Olivia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Amazing. Well, I would love you to reintroduce yourself because although you've been on the podcast before, some people may never have heard of you or heard the episode. So would you please let us know a little bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. So I'm Holly McGlynn. I'm a fashion photographer. And so I shoot main fashion editorials for magazines and then campaigns for brands as well. Um, But actually, since I signed with an agent last year, uh, she's been really encouraging me to broaden my horizons. Um, Yeah, so uh, she's now encouraging me to say that I'm a fashion, beauty and lifestyle photographer. Um, Oh, okay. So that's actually been a bit of a weird shift um, because... I'm going off on a bit of a tangent now, but, no, go for uh, it. <laughs> but when I was first starting out, the advice that I got and the advice that served me very well was that, um, you know, if you're in somewhere like London or New York, you can't uh-huh. be a jack of all trades. You've got to yeah. be really, really niche because why would someone hire a photographer who does a bit of everything when they can yeah. hire, hire someone who's really specialist? That's what I tell people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what I've always told people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said, look, the market is changing people want more and more from photographers for their budget you've got like you do great beauty work you do great still life work why don't you like put this in your portfolio um Mm. and so then she changed up my portfolio a bit which I was like having heart palpitations (laughs) (laughs) um but I was like look I've signed as an agent to be challenged so I listened to her um, so I went to a couple of meetings with this new portfolio and I um, like with producers and with agencies and stuff and I was like what do you think of the portfolio is it too broad and they were like no this is great because all of our clients are like can your photographer do video can they do a little bit of still life for us after the shoot or in between takes with the model can they do a little bit of beauty because they want yeah. like something they want something for social they want something for their website they want something yep. for the campaign um that is so interesting isn't it and so valuable and you know you're right the times are changing and I think that especially in our current situation a lot of us are going to need to learn to adapt to lots Mm. of different things and it's funny because I've now been adding beauty to my name as well I think you're such a good beauty photographer Olivia Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> so I'm glad that you're doing that. Yeah, I, like, I've been only been doing it about a year and a half. And okay. I'd say only really about six months that I've been taking it very seriously and feeling like I can, I could almost reach out to, you know, beauty brands and start yeah. saying, you know, I want to shoot for you. Um, and so I have been adding fashion and beauty to Great. my name. So it's, it's nice and reassuring to hear that your agent says that. Mm. Um, 
What about video? Are you doing any video yet? I am, yeah. Oh my God. I know. I'm very impressed. <laughs> well, every meeting I've gone to for the past 18 months, uh, mm. I've been asked if I shoot video as well. I know. Uh, and actually, before I signed with my agent, what I did was I met with loads and loads of different agents, um, like to get advice. Um, mm. uh, yeah, that's and what I've been was, doing as well. It, well, yeah, I found it such a valuable experience, so I'd love to hear more from you about yours. But um, one agent who I met, uh, he told me that one of his photographers lost out on a massive advertising campaign because they wanted they wanted a really, really simple gif. It was of like a leg turning the foot inwards and then outwards to like show off the shoe. So, so mm -hmm. simple, like a couple of frames and you put them together in a gif. Yeah. Um, and the photographer said, well, I can do it, but I just don't have any examples of it. And the photographer lost out on the job because of that. Oh, how painful. I oh, agonizing. So um, I said, okay, I just have to start shooting video, which is really frustrating because we spent all of this time training as stills photographers and video was a completely different skill set. It is. So, yeah, it's totally different. Um, so I'm sort of like fumbling around in the dark a little bit. Um, yeah. But actually in this period of social distancing and self-isolation, mm -hmm. I think now is a great time for photographers to do YouTube tutorials on how to like edit videos and how to shoot videos and that's yeah one thing that we can be doing now is like learning and upskilling as much as possible absolutely and that's completely what I am doing at the moment like mm. I haven't been feeling so just to give some time and context yeah. it is the 23rd of March today and I feel like everything in the UK at least really kicked off maybe a week ago Do yeah. you, is that how it feels like maybe yeah. the 16th the, the week of the 16th everything got very serious and that was the first week that I really felt like we were gonna be in this for quite a while yeah um, and obviously we're talking about coronavirus here and I um, I've mentioned it briefly on the podcast before but tried not to mention it too much and I feel like we do need to have a bit of a conversation about it mm. um, in that it is going to impact our work for we don't know how long we genuinely don't know how long it could be a month it could be six months mm, no okay. one knows mm. um, and we have to use this time as well as we possibly can and you mentioned still life there that you know some people are asking if you can do still life in between shots yeah. and I have no still life in my portfolio at all, not mm. a single shot. <laughs> and it's something that I've been like, okay, what can I do right now while I'm bored? And you and I had a funny conversation yeah. last week where I was, I was like, I am going to end up shooting still life and beauty portraits of myself because <laughs> um, I'm going to be so bored. But, it, you know, that is not really a joke. We no. could all be doing stuff like that or learning how to shoot video and making little home videos even if you don't show them to anyone when you get out of this at least we can get out on the other side and be ready to shoot some video absolutely uh, I think that is very much you know making lemonade out of lemons um, mm. and this is a really strange unprecedented time and it's really frightening for a lot of freelancers so I can totally understand if um people just don't have the energy or the mental capacity to yeah. do that at the moment, especially, you know, if they're carers or if they're worried about mm. loved ones. Um, so I think people sh like shouldn't beat themselves up if they don't no. 
quite feel ready to be you know making the most of every moment yeah. uh, but I think if if and when you do feel ready to do that that's a really great thing to be able to do yeah like I for one I was I was speaking to my friend this morning and I'm not feeling very creative yeah. right now I yeah. I'm feeling quite strange and I'm finding it quite hard to produce anything mm-hmm. um I'm still getting work done and I actually I had an editorial that I shot two weeks ago just under two weeks ago right before everything got really bad it's actually the day that the WHO announced it was a pandemic so I was traveling back from London when they announced that and I just shot that morning an editorial for a magazine so I've got that to edit still and I'm working on that and but after that I have no more photography work to to really work on so I am going to be doing things like learning a bit more about video maybe setting up some still life I'm lucky and I'm fortunate that I've got my own lighting kit at home right yeah so I can use that a little bit and I've got some nice jewelry so I can play around with that um and I've got handbags and all my own things and my own clothes so who knows what I'm gonna get up to even if no one ever sees it I think it's time well spent but I might not want to do that for another two weeks and I'm not going to beat myself up about that if I'm not feeling it absolutely not and Olivia I have always so inspired by um, how much you shoot and how you're always coming up with ideas and executing them really quickly I so... have an addiction <laughs> <laughs> um, well... I'm in rehab right now and it's really hard <laughs> that's actually a really funny analogy for you oh, because uh, yeah it does seem like if you're constantly working on creativity so I mean all photographers go through like what is essentially a writer's block or a creativity yeah. block. So, I mean, if that's the space that you're in, that's the space that you're in. Take the yeah, time. well, I just like photographing people. So mm-hmm. that is the ultimate thing I cannot do right now. So it's extremely frustrating when all I want to do is find a pretty face and take a picture of her. But um, my dog is beautiful, but I don't think everyone <laughs> wants to see my dog all the time. <laughs> so. Well, as you say, uh, maybe the world won't see these photos, but no. uh, it's still upskilling and using your time well. Mm-hmm. But do you know what, what I'm of... thinking about? Uh, yeah. You remember the Forces for Change shoot that British Vogue did for the September issue last yes. year? Yes. Um, Peter Lindbergh photographed yes. the Queen of Arden by um, video conference, didn't he? He did, yes. And the photo was amazing, actually. So maybe yeah. that's what we need to be doing. <laughs> Have you seen the funny TikTok video that's been going around of the no. girl? Oh, it's very funny. She set up a iPad um, and put it on a broom and hung a, a wig over the iPad screen. And then um, she had a girl on the on the iPad screen, so you know, FaceTiming her, that was like full face um, width almost, taking up the whole iPad. And she was pretending to do a shoot on this iPad. It was really funny. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. Uh, yes. <laughs> Week 12, though. <laughs> you might find Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, so you're working on video, learning video and stuff. So what well, else do you think you're going to be doing? I say I am, but uh, because my son's nursery is closed, mm. actually kind of looking after my son full oh, time the, how old uh, is he he's two and a half yeah so, so he's he's a big handful he is a handful so I'm actually finding it really difficult to find the time to to upskill and do the things mm. that I want to be doing in this period so I'm trying to like do something while he has his nap or do a little something sure. 
in the evening. Um, I'm curious to know what your agent is saying about all this. Um, is she giving you any specific advice about outreach or she anything? She is, actually you've just reminded me, she sent me an email on Friday that I haven't replied to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she uh, is really, well, she's been great. She's been incredibly supportive and she is saying mm. this is a really difficult time, but it's going to pass and just yeah. like keep the faith, um, try and uh, stay sane um and we'll get through this together uh, mm -hmm. so she's been fantastic um but she just wants to keep the wheels in motion her um outlook is that all the people um who uh are normally like too busy like picture editors who were like out mm -hmm. on shoots and stuff she said they're all at their desks now so they can all like look at the emails that i'm sending them like with yeah. links to your work and stuff so she wants to really keep the wheels moving in terms of like uh, getting my portfolio out there mm -hmm. um as much as possible um so yeah she's been great and she thinks that uh, now is the time as well to really focus on PR as well and mm -hmm. I think um yeah any photographers who are thinking god I really don't know what to be doing with myself at the moment like PRing yourself as much as possible um what do you mean by PRing so I mean like doing things like podcast interviews or uh, mm -hmm. any journalists that you might know ask them if they're interested in doing a feature on a day in the life of a photographer or mm -hmm. um, even just like updating your website and sending that out to your contacts or doing yeah. like your monthly newsletter things yeah. like that or your social media and um, because these are like massive tasks that are absolutely essential to any photographer yeah. Uh, any photographer's success but it's really hard to fit them in when mm -hmm. you know you're doing shoots and you're doing all the various other things you need to do as a photographer yeah. so uh, while we are in this period of social distancing maybe PR is one thing that I've been doing is I signed up to Skillshare which is oh, a wow. yeah so it's a free I, I you get free months two free months to start with when you first sign up okay and I've kind of like okay I'm I'm hoping that that is all I'm gonna need in terms yeah. of time yeah. so I signed up and it's I, I will caveat by saying that I've heard that they don't pay their creators that well oh, apparently okay. I don't know but I did go and take a it was like an hour and a half long course about SEO oh right and it was it was good I I learned some things I didn't know and I think that now is a really good time for us to be looking at the SEO of our websites and seeing how we can get our websites to work harder for us because we as photographers spend so long emailing out doing so much outreach marketing ourselves in so many ways that it would be really nice to have our websites doing it in a more passive way for us so um i actually did a podcast a few weeks ago with a girl called sam charles who is an seo expert and she gave loads of tips for seo in that episode if anyone wants to listen to oh, that yeah. but um I've also now been doing a bit, bit more research on my own and um, doing just little, it's, it's often it's just minor tweaks that will make a big difference. So now is a really good time to look through your image. Are they all images that they all properly tagged? Have you uploaded them with your name in them? Is there st there's so much you can do to make your website work better for you. So I'm at the moment looking at that. That's one thing that feels quite easy for me to be doing I think I'm feeling more productive than creative so okay that's what I'm doing that's yeah. really good to identify that what is mm. your top tip for SEO then oh my god just um, one just one um I think 
it's really important to have a location in your site title. I didn't do that. Um, and then the other day I was, I actually went and Googled London fashion photographer and the top people who come on page one. And apparently it's pretty much like the top 10 um, search terms on Google that come up on page one are the ones that everyone's going to click on. The The percentage of people that go over to page two is like 2% or something oh, stupid wow. like that. Okay. So if you want, you know, you want to get on page one as much as possible. Um, and I made sure to add London into my um, title, site title. There's so, so that, much other stuff. Is that in the metadata of your site title? Um, it's just, basically, uh, literally the title of my site. Oh, the literally the title. Boss. Yeah, it's Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer in London or something like that. I've, I've changed it. That's very interesting. So, That's yeah, really but there, I mean, there is so much you can do, especially making sure that your images are named correctly. So you want them to have your name and your location in every single image file. Apparently, you want to upload them with that name in the file in them, not just t change it on the website. Um, oh. I know there's so it's it's a really you should listen to the episode with Sam because it's very good um and there's loads and loads of stuff in there um, god it's tedious isn't it? <laughs> it it is it is not fun stuff but if if you're not feeling in the creative headspace or if you're not sure what to do you just want something a bit manual that you can do that's going to be easy and you'll feel like you've done something really effective that's one thing to do okay okay very <laughs> that's great advice Olivia yeah. Um, so I, I've kind of we've kind of kept this quite unscripted because mm. we we had a chat last week and we were like, well, we we can't work, we can't really shoot. Let's record something. And one of the things that we thought we'd talk about is portfolio reviews. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell me a bit about your experience of having lots of portfolio reviews? Well, um, I uh, have received lots of portfolio uh, reviews uh, over the years. And actually, we've both gone to see an amazing woman called Zoe Wishaw, who is a mm -hmm. photography consultant and um, does portfolio reviews for photographers. And I've always mm -hmm. found the experience incredibly beneficial as a photographer because we are it's impossible for us to be objective about our work and I think it's really important to have an objective eye looking over it and say no you are too emotionally attached to that photo that photo doesn't do anything for your portfolio um, and so uh, in because I also am a tutor at Central St Martins um, and uh, I've done work with uh, various different education institutions Institutions such as Plymouth College of Art as well. Um, mm -hmm. I have done lots of portfolio reviews um, for uh, students over the years. And so I was thinking in this time, uh, maybe I'll shift that to online and offer a portfolio review service through Genius. my website. <laughs> well, I must admit, I have uh, taken the idea from a photographer friend of mine called Ruth Medjbear, who is um, an Irish photographer. She works in Ireland and she is this incredible music photographer. Um, okay. And so she's offering them. And I, so I think for any music photographers, she'd be an amazing person to go to. Uh, and then if your field is um, like fashion, beauty, lifestyle, uh, maybe you might want a portfolio view from me. Uh, so I think, you know, everyone has their niche, but yeah, Ruth came up yeah. with the idea first. Um, but yeah, so that's something that I'm going to start offering through my website now. Um, uh, yeah. what, what, does, what benefit does having a portfolio review really bring? Uh, I think it will make your work 
really concise and really mm-hmm. strong because I know from experience uh, mm-hmm. when I've edited my own work um, <laughs> and then I've gone uh, to a portfolio review with someone like Zoe, um, like it's just so much tighter and so much stronger. And I realized yeah. that there was just a lot of dross kind of like weighing it down really. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just sharper, it's just snappier. And I find that anytime I go to a meeting then everyone's engaged in the photos that they're looking at rather than just sort of like flicking through them really quickly um and i think there's nothing worse than having that when you you're i was at a meeting two weeks ago when i was just about to leave london and it was it was fine but you could just tell they were just flicking through really fast Mm -hmm. and i was like this is not this is not getting engaged with very well (laughs) yeah and the thing is it's not it's not always down to your portfolio. I mean, that no. person might have something else going on in their head. They might have a really busy day. They might have gotten some bad news just before the meeting. So you can't, yeah. you know, always think, oh, God, it's my work. It's my work. But, um, uh, yeah, and I also think the benefit of a portfolio review is that you start to see your style of photography emerge. Um, mm. And it also can give you ideas for uh, things that you might like to shoot uh, down the line as well. Definitely, yeah. So I had pretty much exactly the same experience when I went to see Zoe. Yeah. Um, it was brutal the first time, but in <laughs> the most wonderful way. Like it, I can't. The best way I can explain Zoe is that she is really to the point. She knows exactly what she is doing, yeah. um, and she's going to tell you stuff that you need to hear but it's never in a nasty way it's always in the most kind and considerate and professional way i think absolutely um, i've had i've had two meetings with her now and mm. um both times i've left feeling incredibly motivated Aww. um very clear on what i need to do next and yeah just amazing i've absolutely loved all my portfolio reviews with her she's amazing just a this is just basically an advert for zoe yeah (laughs) she's not paid for this by the way yeah i know um yeah i was gonna say something else there but it's what else can we be doing right now in this crazy time where no one can really do anything what what sort of things do you think we should be doing? I did record a podcast about this last week, but there's so much that we can be doing and I'd love to get your ideas as well. Yeah, so I think doing uh, upskilling, uh, you know, Skillshare, YouTube, etc. I think mm. doing your uh, personal PR. Uh, I think um, if you can do any like shoots at home, uh, like shooting still life or anything like that, just sort of like experimenting. Mm-hmm. Um like you mentioned SEO like the boring stuff even like get started on like your accounts for next year um I mean it's so dull and dreary but it's absolutely essential and guaranteed when the time comes around for you to have to submit uh, you won't have the time to do it yeah um because that's one thing I, I I have been saying a lot and I will say again is that when this is all over the first thing that brands are going to want to do is shoot yeah because they won't have been able to for so long and they're going to have stuff they need to sell because they need to make money and how do they make money is by sharing the images of their product so exactly. we are going to be in high demand very soon <laughs> long may it last olivia um but i think like even working on your retouching skills like old photos old yes. shoots and because you know we take so many photos when we're on a shoot and then like 12 yeah. end up published but there's mm-hmm. like it's going to be so many in there that we absolutely love so take the yeah. time to 
retouch them as well I think that's something that I really really want to uh, yeah absolutely like go through your archive I I had a meeting with a photographer a couple of months ago who um, was very kind I was introduced to him and he gave me a bit of a portfolio review and um, he was saying that he often goes through his archive of like even five years ago 10 years ago he's been shooting for a very long time and he's like sometimes I find these hidden gems that at the time I completely overlooked Mm -hmm. and now I'm like oh my god why haven't I paid more attention to this image and then suddenly it becomes a portfolio shot and it's a winner just because it wasn't shot yesterday doesn't mean that it's not any good so I'm going to be doing that as well going through my archives taking a look through shoots that I maybe did a couple of years ago and Maybe it's not even necessarily needs to go on my portfolio, but maybe it can go on Instagram and just yeah. be a little extra piece of content that's going to get me front of mind in front of the people that follow me. Totally. Yeah, I think that's a really, really good thing to be doing. And, um, you know, it's great preparation for your uh, lifetime retrospective uh, exactly. <laughs> exhibition, Olivia. <laughs> and yours. And mine, of course. Do you know what I think? Because I feel like I, any time I come off a shoot, I'm like, well, have I got a story for you? Because <laughs> yes. I feel like I'm going to start writing down all of these stories of because crazy stuff happens on shoots. You should. I, yeah. I think so. I was telling my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law a couple of weeks ago a story of something that happened on a shoot and they were like crying laughing. They were like, Holly, you have to tell the world about this. I was like, I don't know, I might have to change a few names. Yeah, just keep it anonymous. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I will start writing down some of my um, experiences from shoots over the years. Just to yeah, have. I think that's a great thing to be doing right now. Yeah. Um, I had a point I was going to say and I've completely forgotten what it was. It'll come it's back com- to you. It's escaped my mind. Anyway, um, anything else that we think we want to tell the people? I think, like, keep in touch with one another um, Mm. as much as possible. Uh, And I know that, like, photography is quite, like, a competitive uh, industry. But I think uh, now is the time to be laying competition to one side. It really is. uh, Yeah, like, supporting each other as much as Mm. possible and sharing skills and even just being there for a chat if you mm-hmm. if you need it if a photographer you know is really struggling um with what's yeah. going on at the moment i mean yeah. i've got my facebook group which has oh, now yeah. over 600 people in it oh, and fab. it is the nicest place and yeah. everyone is so kind and helpful and i'm in there pretty much every day so as I'm encouraging a lot of people to come and join that to just be a part of a community that is in the same boat we're all in the same boat no matter where you are in the world everyone is in the same boat so um come and join that if uh, if you're feeling I must join that you must come and join that definitely oh there was something else I wanted to mention yeah um Marguerite London which is um a uh members community for uh women and non-binary people who work in the arts and in fashion they do um this amazing sort of series of events uh 
throughout the year uh, mm-hmm. and I'm a member of them uh, but they've obviously had to stop uh, all of their events mm. uh, now but they have created this incredible forum called Freelancers Unite on their website um, and it's where anyone uh, you don't have to uh, be a woman or non-binary men as well can join this forum and you don't have to be a member either and um, lots of different businesses are getting in touch and they are publishing jobs um, that people can do from home Uh, so there's a section for uh, people who uh, want to advertise work and there's a section for all freelancers who have lost work um, due to this pandemic and Mm -hmm. they can say well these are my skills and you know it really encourages you to think outside the box okay sure uh you know I'm a photographer but you know I can do photoshop I have a car I can actually like drive stuff you know around London if anyone needs Mm. any deliveries done um uh yeah so uh that's a a really good forum that's amazing I will definitely link that in the show notes for everyone I'm going to go and take a look at that as well yeah definitely. because I think it's it's made us all be a bit more humble in a way We've all had to sort of face reality and be like, okay, we're all equal right now. Mm. No matter what, no matter how far along in your career you are or not far along in your career you are, most of us have lost work and we all need to find ways of making extra money. So, you know, like you said, there is absolutely nothing wrong with doing discounts right now or trying to find ways to, to find extra cash. Don't feel embarrassed if you have to do that. Um, God, no. One thing I was I remembered what I was going to say before is oh. um, LinkedIn. I yeah. think that it is one of the most unutilized tools on the internet still by especially creative people because when we think of LinkedIn we think oh it's a very corporate place and it can be mm-hmm. but more and more it's becoming a place where everyone's sharing stuff especially in the last two weeks I've noticed a huge outpour of help people sharing incredible blog posts I shared one in the Facebook group just the other day about things we can do in this time I have been making sure to post on LinkedIn I'd say three to four times a week oh, brilliant. and the organic traffic you get through LinkedIn is so good compared to anything like Facebook or Instagram mm. because they're not limiting your reach half as much and posts that you do on LinkedIn, they live for a really long time because the way LinkedIn works is if you have connections and someone who you're connected with likes your post, the, the your, their feed will then show that they liked your post. So all their connections will see your post. Yeah. And if any of their connections see your post and like it, it will show up in theirs. So you get all this like six degrees of separation thing. Um, which means that your your work or anything that you share there can actually go really far and at a time like this there are photo editors and art directors and marketing people all on LinkedIn scrolling and you want them to see your work so I would really get on LinkedIn if you haven't already got a profile set up if you haven't optimized it if you haven't read up how to do that I'll add some links in the show notes for about LinkedIn Um, it's I think really really good uh, yeah, I agree. I actually quite like LinkedIn and I think it's a really great place to, even if you're not going to like post on there, I think it's a really good place for finding people that you want to contact. So like there might be a huge advertising agency, but you don't know which art buyer to approach. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn is a really good way to like find out who does what. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really like that. And then something you said earlier, um, when you were saying we're all in the same boat at the moment, I, f- mm-hmm. I found it so refreshing 
just to be honest with people because mm. there can be periods where like you're quiet like every photographer has a quiet period mm. but because it's so competitive like it it feels it can feel a little stressful to say actually I'm quite quiet at the moment you yeah. kind of feel like oh no I've got stuff going on you know I'm busy whereas yeah. actually none of us are busy at the moment so it's, I know. it's quite nice to be like yeah I've got literally nothing going on at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's like it's it's weirdly leveled the playing field absolutely I think that's exactly the right phrase for it yeah and um I just want everyone to when this is all done to go out and be amazing and produce incredible work and get booked for loads of jobs because now is an amazing time that we can all be planning. I know for one that I'm doing a ton of research on brands that I want to shoot for going forward. Yeah. I, I really pray that they are all still alive oh when God, we get out of this. But I know, I think the vast majority of brands will survive this and you know we will pull through and they will yeah. want to share content. So now is a great time to be doing a lot of research into your ideal client and who you want to work for and get some proposals together that you can shoot over to them the moment this is sort of over. Yes, absolutely. I have a friend who is a stylist and she was saying, I am using this time to mood board, mood board, mood board um, of things that I can shoot as soon as all this is over. So I think, yeah, definitely coming up with ideas now. And Mm -hmm. to your point, um, identifying the brands that you want to work with when this is over and like really getting down to the nitty gritty of who the exact person who commissions shoots. Uh, that's, um, That's something we can all be doing. And on your point about discounts as well, um, there's a discount on portfolio reviews for anyone who listens to the podcast, if they would like one. Of course they would. <laughs> how do they know? How would you know if they've listened? Can they give you a code or something? Yeah. Can make one up? We'll make up a code and maybe you can put it in the show notes yeah. or something. I will yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Great. Okay. Well, thank you so much. That was really, really interesting, very helpful. And I hope that some guys take you up on the portfolio reviews. You're an incredible photographer. They would be very lucky to have your help. And now is a great time to do it. Yeah, well, uh, they can contact me through my website or my social media handles. Amazing. I'll link all that in the show notes. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Holly. Really good to talk to you, Olivia. Take care. Did you know that I have an Amazon shop? where you can actually browse all the gear and the books that I recommend. I get asked all the time what camera I use to shoot with, what lens I'm using, or where I buy my film, or recently what book I'm reading. And now I can show you all in one place. If you do take a look and you buy anything, I I get a small commission from Amazon and that helps me so much with all the content I produce for you guys for free. I love creating this podcast, but it does take a lot of time. So if I get any commission from anything you buy through Amazon, it makes a world of difference to me. So next time you need a new book to read or you want to buy a new lens, maybe think about heading to my Amazon shop and buying something through there. The link is amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Olivia Bossett, or you can just click the link in the show notes and head to it there. Thank you so much.